Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time it may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Raymond's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with Tony McKinnon. We call him T-Mac. Here in Granny's Attic, it's like... Feeling like an attic. Feeling like an attic, yeah. yeah and the, it is hot in Oklahoma. If hell's is hot, I ain't going. Yeah. Well, it's not only hot, but the the AC unit here. Yeah, AC studio, unit's messed up. They got part of the ceiling ripped out. I mean, you know, pray for us, people. Yes, yeah, so it's 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 really tough. Yeah, send but an we offer. are in the middle of camp meeting, yep. twenty twenty one, having a wonderful time this week. I mean, just incredible services. Um, we would love to hear from you guys. If, if you want to drop us an email, you can email us um, podcast at rhema.org. That, that's R-H-E-M-A. That's how you spell Rhema. Also, like us on Instagram and Facebook at Rhema Podcast. And we, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, and you don't get a gripe about us not having one. We have one today. On yeah, the, we do. We have a woman. Yeah, we have. On the, on the podcast. Oh, man. A woman, woman and a man. Yeah, woman yeah. and a man. I yeah. mean, they're not like in the same body or anything, but there's a woman well, and a I man. I thought two become one flesh yeah, when you well, get married. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Theologically, that is correct. Yes. Physiologically, I'm not sure. All right. Well, today's <laughs> guest on today's podcast at that moment is um, Kenneth and Lynette Estrada. Um, they're from Kissimmee, Florida. Kissimmee, Florida. Kissimmee. Yeah. What's the name of you guys' church? Kingdom Life International Christian Center, but we just said Kingdom Life for sure. I got one question. Does Shamu that? go to your church? <laughs> no, but Donald and Mickey. Donald and Mickey. Donald do. Mickey. Goofy. Okay. Yeah, he, they're he, right by, by Disney. We World. are. Yeah. Goofy yeah. hasn't quite made Goofy it yet. Goofy hasn't made it? No. Well, I yeah. thought, well, never mind. <laughs> I <like Goofy>. <laughs> <laughs> he thought Goofy was the pastor. I thought Goofy I'm was sorry. the pastor. Huh? <laughs> yeah. I thought Goofy pastored your church. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Might be. <laughs> So let's let's talk about your Rama story. Now, uh, you weren't married when you guys came to Rama, were you? No, we knew each other before Rama. Oh, really? Um, yeah, since high school. And um, she actually was at ORU in college when I came to Rama, and she came to Rama after ORU. Um, yeah, but for me, I was already out of college. I was at the Art Institute of Fort Lauderdale, which I don't so even know. So, you're Christian all your life, or you know. You know, yeah. I mean, pretty much I grew up in church. The first time I went in my diaper, it was in the shape of a cross. I, I mean, it's just what I knew, you know, so I just, it, it might be true. It might not be true, but, um, I, I remember getting saved at the age of four, I believe it was, I think I saw a video on hell or something. I just like, I know I don't want to go there. And after feeling this heat today, I know yeah. for sure. Yeah. I don't want to I, go there. Yeah. That's, I'm just not supposed to be there, you know? So I, I mean, I sweat when I pee. I'm not sure if I could say that on this podcast, <laughs> well, you or just not, did. <laughs> but I just did. <laughs> yeah. But you know, Florida, you guys have more humidity than we do in Oklahoma. We do. That's why I stay indoors. I, <laughs> I, I don't go out. She, on the other hand, Lynette, she, she enjoys the heat and everything. So, um, so going back to Tulsa, so so yeah, so I was actually in college, and the Lord dealt with me about coming out to go to Rama, and um, and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Why should I do this now? Why not wait until after I get my degree? But it was so strong in my heart that I had to do it. So I remember calling my dad, and he was like, Well, son, I just that's confirmation for what I got. So I came out here in uh, 2001. I left the school. I didn't even get accepted to Rama yet. I, I mean, it was. The whole summer was going by, still no acceptance letter, and it was getting tough. People were telling me, I don't think you're going to get to go and, and all these different things, but I knew I heard from God. Hey, let and, me interrupt you right now. Yeah. 
If you want to come to Rama, we are accepting applications. Actually, you know, for the 2021-2022 school year that starts September 1st. All right, so, now's a good time yeah, to you, register. You, you yeah. can do it right now. Just go to uh, go to Rama dot rbtc dot org, and you can you can fill an application right there. You can find more information about the school, or you can just give us your email and, and your name, and we'll have one of our student ambassadors um, give you and your phone number uh, give you a call and talk to you about Raymond. But you can apply, yeah. and you can come by September one. And if you can't make it there, you can come in January twenty twenty two. All right, it's probably a lot easier than it was for me. I mean, I I went onto the um, RBTC website, and then I got mailed one of those. Gosh, this is dated. A VHS, you <laughs> VHS know, copy, VHS you know. copy, and and so, anyways, I sent that off, and yeah, um, now you can go online and actually apply online. You don't even have to. Well, that's you know, cool. I wish I had anybody. that. Well, I don't yeah. even know if they had a website when I. Could. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that. Well, internet. I don't know. Did Al Gore? Al Gore, have a, yeah, Al Gore. Was, Al, Al Gore was working on it in his yet. basement. <laughs> 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 Thank God for Al Gore's internet. Yeah, uh, yeah so, if you guys don't know, just Google it, Al Gore internet, and, and you'll get the joke. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so anyways, um, I remember filmed that out, sent it off, and I did not hear word back. And it was one night I was like, oh, my gosh, Lord, I know you told me to go. Can you at least have them call me to tell me that, um, you know, the acceptance letters in the mail? And somebody actually did called the house phone. This was before I had a cell phone. Called the house phone and um, left a message with me. So I came out here and just you didn't have a cell phone in two thousand one. You know I didn't. I, I did. No, I actually I did, but I cut it. And then when I came here, I got a new cell phone. See, oh, okay. I had a bag phone. Yeah. In two thousand one. Yeah, two thousand one. One that still no that you care. Yeah. No, no. Wait a minute. Two thousand. No, yeah, you didn't I have did. no bag phone. No, I, I still I, had a bag phone. I sure did. That's wow. Nineteen. 92 probably because i mean you know that's way past the Motorola Miami Bison era, you know? <laughs> why would you have one in 2001 um yeah we were living in a oh uh, uh, yes he was in a remote real, place yeah, oh. we were on the mission field in south georgia yeah, <laughs> yeah. anyway so, anyway so made it out here and just the timing um was so important had i waited what i realized is i would have missed out on viable relationships um uh, Brother Hagen would have gone home to be with the Lord by the time I got here. Not that, you know, Raymond's still strong, even though he's gone yeah. on. But for me, that was just the right time. And I got a chance to work here at the ministry, travel a few times on the road with uh, him and Raymond Sings and Band, and was here up until uh, he went home to be with the Lord. So I'm, uh, that's my Raymond story. I'm so glad about it. And then Lynette, she finally got saved. She got um, saved? Oh, my yeah. gosh. You know, after she graduated from Raymond, she got saved. But you can share your Raymond story. <laughs> my Raymond story is a little bit different. Uh, as he said, I was actually at ORU when he came. And uh, like he said, we actually knew each other anyway. We were family friends for a long time. She was chasing me for and, many years. And uh, I was so excited that he was coming to Oklahoma. But I stayed there. And then when I finished, I thought I was going to go on to graduate school in Boston, Massachusetts. And um, the Lord had a different plan for me. And uh, really, it just came down to making, finally yielding to that. And um, I knew that God, because I was uh, actually coming to Rama, the church, uh, as a member of the church. And um, and the Lord had spoken, and he was very clear about being here at Rama and going to school here. So I finally decided, I, mine was last minute too. I, I still was ignoring it, really. And I finally, when I finally agreed and obeyed, it was like, August and um, but I just knew that God wanted me here so I came and um, didn't know uh, where I was going to get the deposit money from but God supernaturally provided for that and uh, I mean that was history after that that was back in 2004 2004 so, 2004. so, so 
Kenneth, were you, you still here working then at that time? No. Or did you take, are you, are you actually, out? the Lord dealt with me about going back uh, to help my dad in St. Thomas. So I, my plan was I had already gotten accepted to third-year pastors. This is when it was just a two-year program with the third year. Yeah. Um, but anyways, the Lord, even before I knew Brother Hagen was going home to be with the Lord, um, the Lord dealt with me about that. So, um, so I left in December of 2003 to go back home. So I was back home, but I would come back to visit some. And, um, were you actually dating at that time or no, we started dating. Uh, like I said, um, she chased me for many years, oh my gosh. Uh, a couple of so times what happened I had was... to beat her off with a stick, <laughs> you know, um, I'm joking people well, just in case, we're getting, that just in case yeah. we're getting letters. He always gets to tell his side cause he's always preaching and he's, he keeps saying it and I think he's going to believe it after, after like so many times he's we're already it. there. But anyway, um, we, it was my first year, my first year here at Rama. Um, it was half about halfway through. My first year, we started really talking more on the phone and stuff, and then. Um, did you have a really... cell phone by that time? <laughs> but I did have a, I did have a cell phone by that time. Now, now was it extra money? Because you're living in the Virgin Islands, right? Yeah, but Definitely no, it extra was extra money to come out. Well, oh, you but mean not like to talk? No, I don't know the cell phone. I still had my Oklahoma number. Okay, um, yeah, he did. There, you still so. had bank accounts here. I still had my Bank of Oklahoma account yeah. here. Yeah. And, and we I were just, worked there. We were you close mean, friends. Is Bank of Oklahoma in the Virgin Islands? No. <laughs> so what I had to do was, this is how much I trusted her as a friend. I gave her a this debit card. This is before we started dating. Yeah, this is before, before we started Before you were dating. So, yeah. so you really were chasing her. <laughs> she, no, she I was mean, chasing. Let's talk about I it. Mean, let's talk about that, Craig. I mean, <laughs> no man you know, gives a woman their, their, their debit card. Yes, he did. It was really, you know. Okay, so here's what happened. He we, didn't have direct deposit in his bank in, in Virgin Islands. Yeah, and we didn't, I didn't have like a debit card with a Visa logo and all that stuff, and I was still young. So, um, But I liked the fact that I had a debit, debit card. card. So I was like, hey, you work for Bank of Oklahoma. I said, how about I give you my debit card for my bank here in St. Thomas, and I have you deposit money for me. So I trusted her because um, we were close family friends. Our, our families actually vacationed together in Orlando for, for yeah, years. High school, yeah. So uh, this is going to sound weird, but we actually thought we were like, we, we, we were pretend cousins. So that's why when we started dating, it was like the <laughs> weirdest thing. So you guys are kissing cousins. <laughs> you know, you can, well, I know you're familiar with that in yeah, Georgia. So. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you. But none of the kids, none of the kids are cross-eyed or anything. <laughs> <laughs> So you grew up. It's, it's like you know you have uncles that you they're not really your uncle. Yeah. And, you know. So so she's like your cousin, but wasn't she, really your cousin. So so when when you hit like twenty one or twenty two, you figure that out finally or something like that. <laughs> no, we just we knew we weren't cousins all along. We just acted. Like yeah, it. we just acted like it. I and, told um, my friends at, at at ORU, oh, that's just my cousin, because I I got tired of them asking, well, what about him? What about him? Don't you like him? I'm like, no, no, no. She was. He's my. She cousin. was actually my date for my first year at the Christmas banquet, and she was dating a guy, but it's because I didn't want. I don't know. When I came to Ram, I was like, I don't want any drama. And um, I, I was like, date just, anybody. yeah, I didn't want to date didn't anybody my first spiritual. year. Yeah, I was being super spiritual. The Lord was trying to keep you pure. You know, he <laughs> was. <laughs> So, and for our listeners out there that don't know about Rama, we have an annual Christmas banquet. It's kind of like almost like our prom for Rama, yeah. where kind we all of, yep. dress up and formal. Yeah. It's Very our formal, formal, you know, formal event, you know, that we have for the, for the season. Lot, some people even rent tuxes, all kinds of stuff. And, oh. You know, and so it's kind of, you know, some people rent limos and bring flowers and all that. You know, it's, it's like our, our formal yeah. event. So put in their good teeth and everything. <laughs> Your good teeth? Yeah. You actually have bad teeth? Yeah. Well, you know, put in the ones you wear to town, the good teeth, you know. Just wear to town? I've been all soaking right. these teeth for a long so, time. So she came your cousin, quote yeah. unquote. 
Um, cousin, I guess they can't see me doing the air quote unquote here. cousin, <laughs> quote unquote cousin, quote unquote, yeah. you know, came with you, although she was dating somebody else. She was dating somebody else, yeah. and she was happy to come with me. That's what I mean by you know she. Oh my gosh, we I, had a great time. It was I wasn't fun. catching the hint, and um, her boyfriend at the time knew, and um, and he's a great guy. We still, you know, we can hang out and everything like that. And he's pastoring somewhere. I'm not going to say where, but. Um, but anyways, yeah, so we did that. And then she was out here and halfway through her first year, I think we started to realize that there was something more. Um, and, uh, so you let her actually use the debit card even more. <laughs> no, no, yes. at that she point, started to get expensive. I, she started to get very expensive. Yeah. yeah. Was I still doing deposits? You, for you? were still doing okay. all of that. Every yeah. week I had to pull out money out of his St. Thomas account and put it into uh, you take a handling fee? I used to think about it, but I worked at Bank of Oklahoma so I could watch his account too. <laughs> I think she saw how much money I was getting, so she was like, oh, <laughs> this is, <laughs> no, he got some finally, money. Once we started uh, kind of talking more and then started dating, um, we knew that this would be our spouse, you know, yeah. each, we, each of us, we both knew. And by well, the does the Lord tell of, you that, or, or you just don't give me that hard <laughs> both, time? Both. It was both, because there was a time where I kind of doubted. And we didn't let each sure. other know, though. Yeah. yeah. And the Lord So, so you both each, each had a knowing, but you didn't let each other know until you just... Yeah, because, oh, yeah. I mean, I could tell you stories about stuff, even uh, not just here when I was here, but other times. I remember one girl told me, and I was 15 years old. She said, uh, she said there was this one service you were worshiping in. The whole room turned white and everybody else disappeared. And then this bubble came around you and I asked the Lord, what does this mean? And the Lord told me you're supposed to be my husband. And I was not like uh, living for God all that much. And I kind of, you know, went with it, you know, just to like, okay. It was just a summer fling type type thing. But, you know, but thank God for the blood of Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God. So because of all those different, you know, yeah. kooky things happening, yeah. when... Uh, I had never prayed for my spouse before. This was before we were even dating or I even thought about her. And, well, and probably, too, Thomas. when you're at Raymond, you probably had some people trying to matchmake. I mean, yeah, you know, you, know, I mean, you had kind of that. Old, especially you worked here. I mean, you know. Yeah, you worked yeah, you, here. You, you know the guy. And if you start traveling with the Raymond Singers band, yeah. it makes you attractive for some yeah. reason. You know, <laughs> extra, attra- extra attractive. <laughs> like you're just on a name-to-name basis with Brother Hagen, you know. So, but... um. Man, but anyways, so I didn't, I remember sitting down to pray about it. Uh, I said, oh, you know what? I'm going to pray for my wife today. I don't know who she is. And I, as I was praying in the spirit, her picture came up. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. And I like in my mind mentally erased her image and just, uh, but I forgot about that. And then there was actually a time where she probably is going to share about. Yeah, um, I was going to say when we were, you invited me to prayer school. I was still at ORU. And um, he had just recently broke up with a girl that he thought he was going to marry. I did. And he was heartbroken because she broke up with him, actually. Mm. Oh. And I had never been broken up with and, before. And you were chasing her. And she, you know, <laughs> yeah. He was so heartbroken, and I felt so bad for him. And I was like, man. So I was yeah, just was thinking, bad. you know. I, I mean, like tears. Like He was really One time bad. I was, while I was at work, I just couldn't function and here at the ministry. And uh, my manager at the time said, go home. You're worthless. You know, so <laughs> it was it was one I of those happened every day. Rejected. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, we went to prayer school and somebody uh, was there and they were actually leading prayer school. And this was my first time there. I didn't know anything about prayer school. And uh, they said, if you feel called to the ministry, come forward. We're going to pray for you. And as he was going forward, he was going forward. And they said, everybody out there, just stretch your hands out. So as I stretched my hand out, 
the Holy Spirit. I didn't know it at the time. I really just thought it was my mind because we just were talking about he was just like very emotional about this breakup. He got his heart broken. I want to say so very emotional. You were very but... emotional. And so, um, so, you know, as I stretch out my hand, Holy Ghost said, that's your husband. And I kind of jumped back and I was just like, yank oh, that hand back. Pretty sure. You know, <laughs> I was like, no, that's all flesh. That's just my mind, you know, or whatever. I really disregarded. And I didn't remember until after we got engaged Yeah, a year and a half or two, two years, three years later or something like that. Um, that, that was something that the Holy spirit brought back to me. Yeah. And so, uh, key to many of you out there, um, we never told it to each other, you God, know, no. so mm, that's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cause there's just too many, different things going on out there um, among our fellow believers. You yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. So. <laughs> well, like, like you said, people will come and prophesy. They're supposed to be your, your wife oh, or your yeah. husband. Yeah. It happens all the time. I mean, yeah. Like God is schizophrenic, you know, like uh, <laughs> uh, anyways, but yeah. so that's uh, we, um, I was actually an assistant pastor for my dad and we started, started dating long distance. And, but I, made a lot of visits. I think people thought, man, you must really love Rayma. And I do, I do love Rayma, but uh, I was coming back very often for, uh, for her, you know, just to be here yeah, because the Virgin Islands is not really that close. To it was not. <laughs> it, not and it's all. probably not that easy. I mean, no. you, go, you go to fly to Miami, then to Dallas, St. And Thomas then... to Miami, Miami to Dallas, Dallas to Tulsa. And yeah, it so it's like it took a couple of different. Yeah. And the time difference was when, when the time shifted in the fall or the spring, one of those. Yeah. Times. Our time never changes. Oh, and so, so you, don't, you don't have daylight saving time. We'd have so. no oh, daylight savings. Yeah. So we were so two it, hours, but behind, we were two hours behind you guys. Yeah. Yeah. And she would get off work at 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you gotta excuse Tony. He's over there. Um, yeah, we're, we are in the middle of the afternoon service, and I just remembered I forgot to share it to the alumni stream. So, oh my so just just ignore me while I work over here. <laughs> Multitasking. Multitasking. So, um, but yeah, so we um, she would get off work at eleven p.m. and so which is one a.m. my time. So I finally wisened up. And would take a nap after, <laughs> after I get work. home from the office. After yeah, yeah. Uh, so I can be up. So it was a lot of investing, investment, investment of time, investment of finances. And um, but, but then by the end of the year, my first year, we got engaged, it. and we started that summer the church that yeah. his dad sent him out to launch. So that was she actually years wanted. To, she was like, I don't have to go back to Rama. And I was like, No, you. The Lord called you to Rama. Um, so you're going to finish, you know, so she went back for a second I'm really year. Glad I did too. I am glad too. Yeah. she, she, and that's when you started playing basketball, right? Mm-hmm. She started yeah. playing basketball that year. So, what, so she just got better at playing basketball while she, after she, <laughs> she got no, engaged. I, I was led to play basketball, which I thought I was done with. I played in high school. Um, and, uh, but anyway, I was led to, and I was thinking, I'm so carnal. Like, why would, why would the Lord lead me to play basketball? But it was during a time coach. O. Oh, Coach Olivia was our, my coach, and she was an incredible coach um, and incredible. I mean, that to me, that was some of the best training. Some of the things that you learn in the classroom, I was able to apply right there, you know. And I know mm. they don't have programs anymore, but I'm thankful that I I was here when mm. it was well, there. And there's still a lot to offer. If, if you were a, a girl and you had any kind of athletic ability, man, we tried to get you on the basketball <laughs> team. I mean, there's – oh, I played volleyball. Okay, you, you yeah. can, you can yeah. play basketball. You'll because, work. You know, just, just volleyball in the net. I mean, because there were times that we had like six or seven players is all we had. And, oh, you know, and, that's you know. what happened when we were Yeah, the year team. she played, I think – So Lynette like is 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. She ended up playing the five position, the, the center five position. The five position, center and – At 5'5"? Five, five? Yeah. Yeah. It, well, she was really strong, but I remember <laughs> – uh, so one time I came into town and um, – uh, 
Olivia, Coach O, she put Lynette in the game, and they were playing we, against this team from Arkansas. And these Arkansas, were big, solid girls. I mean, sh- this one girl was solid. She's she was probably about your height and your build, and her number was fifty five. And I remember sitting in the audience, and um, Coach O said, "Lynette, get fifty five. And I was, I yelled, "No!" <laughs> because I thought she was going to break Lynette. I mean, she. So it was it was to the point where it was just five of you guys. I think you guys started yeah. with like well, nine. We and ended it, up with six of us. Six, yeah, yeah, and that happened a lot. I mean, you know, our guys came used to what they started with, they finished with, but yeah. the girls, for whatever reason, you know, uh, oh, it was it no was, joke. It, it was, was not easy. It was tough. Yeah, every day, every day, we worked hard. It was good though. Good training. Good training. So yeah, and then you know, obviously the camaraderie. Yes. Between the, you know, yeah, the the Ram athletes. I mean, you know, still to this day. I mean, yes. you know, just a, still to this day is like a, a fraternity. A family. Yes, it is sorority. a family within a family. <laughs> yeah. And, I mean, we're, we're not opposed to starting back the basketball teams again once we – COVID kind of really killed, you know, the the guys' team, the girls' team. And we, we had trouble when we were having basically three or four players and trying to make people play was pretty wow. much the last, the last few years in order to have – All you got to do is stand there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's hard to have a, you know, a, a team that can compete whenever, you know, you, you're basically talking to these girls on the play I mean – Yeah. Yeah. So – but you know, then COVID hit, and we didn't know whether we were gonna have a guys. I mean, what you know, we were gonna be able to play against anyone, or the league was gonna do whatever. And then, then Coach Shockley took another job, so that kind of we had no coach and basically no players. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you know, at some point in time, I mean, we'd like to you know pick that back up again. It's, yeah, so it's a good thing. Yeah. I think it was a good program. I mean, personally, I, as a matter of fact, I wanted to try out, but. So when I came out here and my dad brought me, I remember being in registration and uh, Coach Shockley came up and was talking about the basketball team. And I think my eyes lit up and my dad turned to me. He said, nope. <laughs> he said, you're going to get a job. You're going to pay for this, pay for that, pay for this, pay for that. And I was like, that is so unfair. So then I thought, okay, well, my second year, I'll, I'll do it. So, But I started working here at the ministry. Yeah. And then um, my second year, I just felt like, no, that's not what I was supposed to do. And but you played in Mills, didn't you? I played, you and I, we were teammates, yeah. Yeah. staff team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, staff team, yep. So we were so good that Pastor Craig played the center position. You know, yeah. So... <laughs> So um, we did all right. We did because I couldn't shoot. Yes. (laughs) I don't know if you've ever seen him shoot, but it's the most beautiful thing that you have ever seen before in your life. I've never seen form like this. It is something that you need to get on video. Can you still do it? I mean, is it something you can still do? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's incredible to see. I mean, it will bless you. It takes you into the very presence of God when you see this shot. I mean, it's it is it is amazing. It's wonderful. But um, but anyways, I I worked here at the ministry. Then the door opened up to travel a few times with the singers and band, and then also I was made the head usher here at the school. And so whenever um, that brother Hagen was on campus, um, I was assigned to him which I have some stories that I could tell about that. But, um, but well, go so, ahead. We, we, we have plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> some of them is, I mean, it's, it's, well, there was one, I mean, it probably won't come out that well on, on radio, but um, I mean, on the podcast for audio, but there was one time. So I worked at, it's called media duplication now, but back then it was tape duplication. And um, I had to. It's where we make all the audio, ta- all the audio, audio and videotapes. Yeah. So we would be putting together those packages and sending downstairs to shipping and receiving and it would go out all around the world and stuff. Well, there were times where we had to deliver um, 
cassettes to different parts of the ministry. And sometimes, for whatever reason, I don't know if he was ordering it, but there would be cassettes that had to be delivered to his office. And I, I remember, think that like like every like whatever camp meeting, every every major meeting, he he wanted a copy, and he would go back and listen to it. I don't know if he listened to it or not, but I have <laughs> copies just, to him in, in, in my. My office, I haven't listened to it all. In fact, you know, I got all the camp meetings in my office, and I have not one time listened to any of them. I don't have a cassette player. Yeah. But there is one in my dad's office, so I really want to listen to it. I'll just go down to my we, dad's office. Um, I listened there, to cassettes for a long time, but we, um, I don't know what happened to the our cassette player. But um, I don't even know if those things still, because the lifespan is, what, 20 years? You, I still have You still have <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Cliffy Pooh still listens to cassettes. So do they last longer than 20 minutes? I mean 20 minutes, 20 years? Okay. Yeah. I don't know how to take care of them, but I uh, just let them sit. Well, but, you, you um, don't put them in the heat. <laughs> I guess so. That's a problem. <laughs> they'll they'll the put case. a lighter up to it. Or, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so I would deliver it to his office, and um, his office had a white, the softest carpet I yeah. ever felt before in my life. And so I always felt, I felt like I had to take off my shoes when I, whenever I went in there. <laughs> this is holy but uh, anyways, there was one time <laughs> I was leaving to go into the admin building, and while I'm going in, he's leaving and he's wearing a i can picture it a, a purple plaid shirt and like khaki pants which was like up to up right yeah. under his his <laughs> chest area yeah. and he's walking to his car i'm walking in and he has his briefcase in one hand and he points two fingers at me and he gives me a head nod and i was like oh gosh what do i do what do i do so i i point fingers back at him and i gave him a head nod <laughs> You know, I mean, if if the prophet of God does that to you, you know, what do you do? do you I mean, do? you do it back to him, right? So I went back to the office. I was like, guys, Brother Hagin just did this to me. They was like, what did you do? I said, I did it back to him. They said, you idiot. You're probably going to be fired. You know? so, but there was one time, too, where um, so this was for. Uh, what is it? The barbecue for the graduating second year barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Second year barbecue. So um, they told me ahead of time, Hey, brother Hagen, he has to leave early. And so, you know, just be with him. So we're in the NRC and, um, you know, I was always told he preferred you to take care of his wife over him. So I already had a guy assigned to Miss Aretha. And so towards the ending, he stayed longer than we expected, but he gets up from the table and he turns around and he opens the door and pastor's like, dad, sorry. He's, he's like, dad, that's the, um, I don't know why that voice comes out when I do it. He said, dad, that's the, uh, that's the closet. So I was not told what he's doing. I was told that he's trying to leave. So I keep following him at a distance, not trying to crowd him. And he keeps opening different doors. Then finally he goes into the locker room and he takes a right towards the lockers. And so I'm there. And then he turns around and we're both face to face. And I'm like, you know, trying to get out of his way because he is determined to go somewhere and I don't know where he's going. Because mm-hmm. I even asked him, I said, sir, are you going back to the car? Yep, yep, yep. But finally he, like, you know, how, I almost said, did, did a swim move on me, but not really. <laughs> he just stepped to the side and he goes and stands in front of the urinal and I just felt like, <laughs> what do I do? I'm just here watching Brother Hagen urinate. <laughs> What, what am I doing here? I, for sure, they have made a mistake with giving me this assignment. So, anyways, I kept that to myself for for some time. And now you're telling the world on the podcast. Now the whole world knows yeah. that I was watching Brother Hagen urinate from behind. Not, you know, I, I don't know if I can fix this now. 
This isn't oh. going to be edited out, is it, Cliff? No, no, no. this is going to be This is, this is going to be. Yeah. Yeah. He's the boss. All this right. is good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> the Raymond Raw Weekly Podcast. <laughs> Raymond Raw You were just doing your job. I, that's all I was doing. I mean, you I just, make, making you know, sure he... <laughs> I should have been led by the Spirit yeah. to know he was trying to use the bathroom. But. So the question is, which one of you flushed? <laughs> you know... I can't even remember if he flushed or not. Uh. So, yeah, I can't. I can't remember. But it wasn't me. I didn't flush. You didn't flush. No. Okay. I just stared at him. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Good times. You have any stories? <laughs> no. So, so, so you actually you started the church in Orlando when she was second, second year? Yeah. My dad sent me out to start the church, and she. so we started that summer. We just got engaged. We had just gotten engaged. And, summer uh, of? Summer of 2005. Okay. Mm-hmm. Summer of 2005. And I went through the evangelist group. I didn't, I didn't read any books on pastoring or anything like that, so I didn't know. My dad just said, son, just find a location, get on the radio, and preach the word. And um, <laughs> I found out that that's not all it took. You know? <laughs> I did a couple find other a, steps in yeah. there. <laughs> um, because, well, I planned on going to third-year pastors, and I didn't end up going. So I just did the evangelist group second year. And um, I found a location, but it was like the second floor. There was no elevator. I started the first Sunday in June in Florida. Didn't know that. Big no-no. That's not a good time to do it. Yeah. Uh, the last company that was using that spot somehow had the uh, electric company turn off the wrong unit. So our first Sunday in June, uh, the power is off, and we have people that showed up. We had a good bit of people. We had about. And they will not come on the weekends. No. They refuse to come out on the weekends. So it was hot. There was no windows. There's no power. And we still had church with about 15 to 20 people, I think yes. it was. They um, were gracious. All we had was a spirit of faith and just like, we were just too stupid to quit, I yeah. think. You know? So. <laughs> that and a spirit of faith. Yeah. yeah. So we did that. And um, here we are now, 15 years later, 16, 16 years, years later, yeah. 16 years later. I'm assuming we have a different location. Though. We do. <laughs> yeah, we have air conditioning. We, uh, um, we have moved the bathroom away from where the pulpit was, you know, because it, it just was so bad. Like, if somebody flushed, oh, you could hear, you could hear it. Thank God, been to that church. Yeah. And one, one Sunday, it actually flooded. It flooded. Someone was using and, the bathroom and yeah. flooded the oh, toilet. Man. And it's overflowing. And See, these are problems you have at a church. <laughs> yes. Yeah. On a Sunday morning while he's preaching. Yeah. So she um, she came and we said interned that summer. But, you know, really, I just wanted her close. She stayed with uh, my family. And then she went back that second year. And then I ended up leading worship, which that's the worst we've ever had our worship team because <laughs> I led worship. And um, uh, people stayed. Well, some did. You know, some left. But so you led worship and then had to preach after that. I did. He did. There was a time he used to drum and sing and then go preach. Yeah. So so you would sing from the drums? Yeah. Um, Which wasn't the easy. There was a a special grace for that because, (laughs) you know, Lynette, she's very particular with stuff. And there would be times she would turn around at me and give me a look. She doesn't believe this, but because either I'm singing harmony or I'm going off, you know, going off key or going off beat. And (laughs) it would annoy her and she'd look at me and like, and I was like, you know, I'm the pastor, right? You can't, you can't make that face it's to not me. True. So they got rid of me, and um, you know, since then we've been blessed with some uh, wonderful musicians yeah. uh, that we raised up. You know, so yeah. it's good. So for people that want to, what's your website? 
Our website is wearekingdomlife.church. Yep. So we are kingdomlife.church. I think to, um, well, I won't say. Are making that shorter? <laughs> it used to be shorter. It, well, it was K-L-I-C-C Florida. Well, no, that's not short either. Uh, okay. No, but we are kingdomlife.church. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's easy to remember. That's yeah, that's why we did it. Because the, yeah. the initial thing wasn't working. So. Yeah, we had K-L-I-C-C Florida. The acronym wasn't working. Dot com, which I think that still works. So we are kingdomlife.church. And um, that's how you can find us. We have a app too where you can download that and keep up with us watch our services watch our videos um cool thing is and you're in Kissimmee Florida we're too. in Kissimmee yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so here's a um I'll share this testimony we you know so during COVID um we had already we were already doing live stream um and it wasn't that good and it's still not the best but we're still working on getting things better um some time ago the Lord dealt with me about doing better with our media stuff so we started to put more focus towards that and um we're we still we're far from where we want to be but um but we're making plans to and making steps to get there but during the um during the shutdown we just hit a little bit harder and some way somehow we started reaching more people and people from other states started watching us and then the lord started dealing with some to um to move to the area they they weren't going to any church we we had some people that rededicated their lives and are on fire for god some got saved and they're making the move uh, we had some from miami that moved up they would connect with us online with all the different things that we were doing then there's another one from uh maryland that you know said the lord dealt with them about moving and it's just cool to see so we yeah. we didn't have a whole lot of i think we were just like most other churches only about 40 percent kind of came back but the cool thing is that we got to a place where I was like, you know what? Even though we want to see all these people back, we can't just be focused on that. We need to, you know, really focus on reaching more people. And so we've been seeing new faces and people from other states are wanting to come and move there. So it's a it's well, a cool. I mean, people are moving to Florida from states. I mean, well, that's, that's that kind too. Of a, yeah, that's a hot hotbed. Yeah. yeah, it's happening a lot now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've. Um, and then being, honestly, there are people who found us through the Rhema website yeah. that were like, we were looking for a Rhema church, and man, we love what you guys are doing here. Yeah, and you've got a governor who's not a communist, so that Listen, helps. <laughs> we have a governor that <laughs> is a great governor. governor. I'm we, so, we are so thankful. He, um, Shout out to DeSanto. <laughs> hey, listen, Governor Ron DeSantis, if you listen to this, thank you so much. Yeah. He came on and said, I will never say that churches aren't essential. Yes. Um, after they initially tried to shut churches down. And, of course, we did things safe and wanted to make sure people felt comfortable. Yeah. But what I came to realize was so many people was paying more attention to the news than the good oh, yeah. news. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, yeah. they were believing a lot of stuff, not saying that there weren't real things happening, but yeah. just got away from, uh, you know, the Word of God. And so we just kind of hit things a little bit harder last week, I mean, last year. To the point where I even did a series called Does This Offend You? Um, and used where Jesus talked about, you know, when he started saying, you got to eat of my flesh and drink mm-hmm. of my blood. And said from that time on, people started leaving him. And he turned to his disciples and said, are you going to leave as well? I mean, does this offend you? Yeah. You know, um, and so just how people can kind of get offended. Uh, uh, this is what I said. I said, it's, it's possible to be a follower of Jesus and be offended by his words. In other words, you're not really believing what he said. Yeah. So um, I, I really realized that we needed to hit things a little bit stronger than we ever did before and preach it a little stronger with some grace, you know. And 
it really started to shift the thinking in a lot of the minds of people in our church. Not mm-hmm. everybody. We offended some people, yeah. you know, but, um, but a lot of people rose up um, in faith and um, and with a more of a kingdom mindset, thinking yeah. about the kingdom, getting your thoughts on it, kind of like similar to when Moses and the Israelites were in the, the wilderness and they were getting bitten by all the snakes and people were dying. And and they had to, you know, when God gave Moses the instruction to look uh, to make that uh, serpent on a pole, the bronze serpent on the pole. And he said, you know, make them look at it. And that looking was an expectant gaze, like in other words, to expect something and it's so crazy that God used that very thing, yeah. the very thing that was killing everybody. You know, he used that symbol. Obviously, we know what it represents. But uh, the fact that anybody that listened and obeyed and followed those instructions, they were saved. And right. they did yeah. not. They, they had to fight from not looking down because they could have been the next person to get bit and get, you know, or die from it. And yeah. um, so our focus was and it still is really in these days that we're living in um, to get your focus on what God is saying actually believe it let's live this thing and that's why our training from that we got from rama was so vital because you know of course while you're here at rama you're learning so much and you're growing and everything but you know um to put into practice over the years what you were taught yeah i'm not saying every rama graduate does that but for those that will really put it into practice i mean be doers of the word yeah I, i would always wonder how you know how can you be trained up at such a great school and not apply what you mm-hmm. heard, absolutely. what you learned, what you experienced. So, I mean, for me, this was just like boot camp, you yeah. know, just to prepare us for yeah. what God called us now to. Now we're in the so, battlefield. Yeah, now we're in the <laughs> battlefield. And had it not been for our training at Rama, I mean, I, I, and not just the training, but the connection to stay yes. connected to mm-hmm. Rama. Because I know some people get trained and go on, but that connection and the relationships, um, the things that you learn inside and outside of the classroom has really and truly just been a blessing in our life. Relationships um, being vital. Yeah, yeah. Huge. Yeah. But you know, I, I'm just thinking about what Lynette was saying about the serpent on the pole. You yeah. realize that's still the symbol of the medical. Yeah. yeah. I was yes. thinking about yeah. that when she was saying I mean, you know, it's you know, amazing. And, and we're all, you know, the medical field, it seems doesn't God want, deniers. Don't, don't want to talk about God yeah. or yeah. whatever, but it, that they use a symbol from the Bible. Yes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's kind of interesting. And, and I think what is interesting, like you guys are saying, people are getting offended because we're preaching no fear, which what the Bible says, right. Right. that God has not given us a spirit of fear. Yeah. Right. We're preaching that, that the same, when Jesus took the stripes on his back, that it was for all our healing, including COVID-19 and anything else. Anything. You know? And yeah. they're mad because we're, we're talking about that Jesus died for right. our healing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not anything new. Right. Yeah. You know, but for some reason, people think, well, this is something new and we should be afraid of it. Right. And, you know, and, you know, like, like God just didn't have a plan for that. You know, yeah. like, yeah. in other words, Jesus came and, well, I didn't know there was going to be COVID-19. So yeah, blood maybe I should cover that. Sorry. You know, <laughs> listen, maybe we should send Jesus back yeah. and do it all over again. And like but, I said, you know, people have died. We, we get that. We yeah. understand but, but that. But people yeah. have died of cancer and people have died Way of, worse of, diseases. Of, of all kinds of yeah. diseases. Yeah. You know, and, and the broken thing heart about, even. Yeah. You know, been rejected. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's a disease. And well, anyway, the name of Jesus is above every name, yes. right? You know, that, that every knee shall bow at yeah. the mention of that name, you know, but, but it is interesting how now that just because we believe the Bible, you know, we're, we're considered radical. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, we don't believe medical science or whatever. And, and medical science keeps ch- changing their mind what right. they believe and what they don't right. believe. I mean, every day we like, oh, like they got a, a and, new... and we know that faith is not denial. We're not denying that there is a disease out there. It's yeah. just... 
It's and pretty people much, think we're denying it. We're not because denying. We, believe in faith. we just right. want to shift your exactly. attention yeah. onto the truth. Yes. Like so, get it off the facts. Yeah. Uh, which you know these days facts can be they made can up. Change but, all the time. And they change. <laughs> yeah. But get <laughs> your attention. Facts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get your attention on the truth of God's word, which does not change. Yeah. You know, and if you keep your attention on this, you know, um, uh, I remember um, Brother Hagan preaching on. Um, you know, my, uh, incline your ear, Th- that series, you know, my son, Proverbs four twenty through 24, yeah. you know, my son, give attention to my words, incline your ear yes. to my sayings. And, um, you know, that's so important. In other words, it's not just one time you hear it, but you have to give attention, which means that there's something else that's trying to get your right. attention right. away exactly. from it. And in this day and age that we live in, and we thank God for media for, you know, I mean, here it is now we're talking here in a room. And yet media. this is being yeah. going Broadcast. across the They're whole world. They're listening in India. Yeah. They're listening in India. Hello, India. Yeah. Um, but they listen all over the world. Yeah, all but, over the but, world, but yeah. India is, India is our number one country besides the United States. Wow. Listening to our podcasts and, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and so, but the thing is, you know, right now we're in uh, a time where, you know, media is being used. I mean, medium is being used to just, you know, try to promote Satan's agenda. And well, yes. capture us, the attention. Yeah, capture the that masses. attention. And so there's something always trying to get your attention. And if we just shift our attention off of that, give attention to his words and incline our ear to his sayings, you know, it'll be healthier flesh. Right. Yeah. You know, um, it's, it's just, I just wish we had more believers that would just, I would tell my church, y'all, turn off the news. Yeah. I mean, it's not changing that much. It's yeah. the same thing over and over again. Just oh, turn no, it off. the Delta variant now. Yeah. Well, there you go. You know, we, we do have that, but, <laughs> but it's just that because this week, I'm not sure what next week, <laughs> next week might be uh, what echo is yeah, that what's echo. next <laughs> echo Bravo. Um, but you know, we're just so blessed to have been trained up at such a great school. Um, great instructors. Would that actually, there should be an, an alpha variant, a beta variant. Before the Delta? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's kind of like Pastor Mark said this morning, you know, uh, if you're watching the news uh, this morning, you got up watching the news where you're in the middle of a pandemic and for yeah. the rest of us, it's Thursday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just feel like that's just how it, I believe that God is raising up people in this time that will just simply believe him. And yeah. I believe this is where the revival begins. And it's already begun, honestly, but it's it, those people that are rising up, whether they've been saved for so many years or whatever, or whether they just got saved. I just believe God is looking for people who will just believe his word, act on it, live yeah. it out and do the works of Jesus at during this time. And we're going to see uh, so many miracles and things take place and the glory of God really be upon his people where people are able to recognize it and say, this is a God person. You know, this person knows God because the glory is obviously there. You know, they may not even know how to define it, define it. But I know that, um, you know, there's so much that's trying to grab our attention, but the purpose of to try to t- distract us or grab our attention away from the word is for us to be not be as effective and not do the works of Christ that he's commanded us and expects us to do yeah. to finish that, that work that he began so long ago. So um, if we can get people to focus and get back on track, um, I believe, and it's just that simple. I love the simplicity of the gospel yeah. and I love the simplicity of the word. I love the simplicity of, of it all because uh, God's not that, I mean, it's deep, but it's simple. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, that's what makes it so miraculous and so powerful. And I believe that's, what's going to change the world. Amen. Yeah. Amen. 
Well, once again, um, you know, want to talk about Rama Bible Training College. And if you're out there and, and man, maybe you just don't know what to do. I mean, a great place to learn the Word of God is Rainbow Bible Training College. Or maybe you, you already know you're called to the ministry, rbtc.org. And if you'll just go there, if you, if you want to apply right now, you can do it right now. Um, school starts September 1st. Or if you want some more information, if you'll just give us your, your phone number, your email, and we'll have one of our representatives give you a call, set up a tour. Um, there's plenty of information there that you can read about Rainbow Bible Training College, but it's just a great place to, to train for the ministry or just to learn more about the Bible. And like I said, a lot of people are, are through this pandemic has lost their job. They've lost their hope. They've lost their faith. And so a, and plus, Oklahoma is a great place. I mean, kind of like Florida, we have a good governor that, that we have lots of freedom here in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, in fact, he just said the other day that he was not going to declare any more COVID, you know, regulations. State of emergency. State of emergency. Stuff. And so, um, you know, we're free here in Oklahoma, so come on down. Well, Kenneth and Lynette, you know, obviously people make that joke that, you know, you guys are <laughs> Kenneth and Lynette. Um, so obviously you should be together because you got my parents' name. And so, so good to have you um, Thank with you. us. Now, one more time, website, because I know it's a long name here. The website is... WeAreKingdomLife.Church. WeAreKingdomLife.Church. And if you're in the um, Orlando, Kissimmee, Florida area, um, go by and, and check them out. Maybe you're visiting Disney World, you know, and have nothing to do on a yeah. Sunday morning. <laughs> kind of like me, like next week. But, um, <laughs> but I'm probably at a park. But anyway, <laughs> right. you know... Well, you're flying in on Sunday. Yeah, so. you, know, you, you can visit them. <laughs> All right. Well, you know... Here at Rainbow, we're bringing hope, help, and healing to the world. God bless you guys. You have a wonderful day.